0: We do have our get up and go this morning. We've got Amantle Mukwung. She's a marketing strategist. She is also a content producer, a contributor to Your Business Magazine. And she's also a speaker. She's passionate about marketing. And she's got a BA marketing degree from the AAA School of Advertising. And she's with us in studio. Very good morning to you.
1: Morning. How are you?
0: I'm doing very, very well. Thank you so much for taking the time to be with us this morning. Before we get into a whole lot of things, to talk about let's start about your get up and go what gets you up and going what's your morning routine
1: sure Um, first it's prayer I can't start the day without prayer I've got a a prayer warrior for mom yeah so the expectation or just look uh, watching her grow up uh, while I was growing up I knew that the expectation is that I needed to pray every day when I start my day, even at the end of the day, that's how I end my day. So first thing is prayer. I also have a daily devotional um, book from Marianne um, Williamson and um, I read at least a page every day when I go in, before I leave the house. Mm. Um, and then also I do a lot of packing in terms of the food that I will eat throughout the day. I okay. love my food.
0: So. Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> Can't say by looking at you, but it's a healthy thing to do,
1: right? It is a healthy t- thing to do. So I spend the mornings, I make time in the morning to pack my food. I figure out what it is that I'm going to eat for the day. So I spend time doing that if I um, have to prepare some veggies or whatever it is that I need to put together. But I've got my little pack for the day. So right. that's what I do. And then thirdly, I can't start the day without... There's a song that I'm always into at any particular point in my life. So there's a song that I pump in the car on my way to work. So that is my get up and go. If I've got my food, I've got my prayer intact, and the song is in there, then I'm good. good. I'm good to
0: start. (laughs) And what song is it at the moment? At
1: the moment, I'm listening to a lot of Kulichana. Mm-hmm. Um, it's back to the heights. I know it's too early in the morning to listen to Kulichana, but I do that every day. <laughs> I think I think part of it has to do with um, growing up in Mafeking. Right. And I look at those guys as my source of inspiration. And every time I look at them and what they're busy with, mm. I feel like because we grew up in the same um, environment, I feel that it's possible for me to do what they could be up to at any particular point in time.
0: That is awesome. I'll yeah. tell you what I'm listening to right now. I'm listening to Sierra Level Up, you know, I'm sure everybody's <laughs> okay that's what i'm enjoying right now but it's like like you say it's a beautiful you know energetic song it gets you up and mm. you know if you're feeling a little bit down or your energy is low you True. just put that song and it picks you up again mm. you know that kind of thing mm. you are passionate about a marketing you've got a ba degree from the AAA school of advertising talk to us about your journey in marketing
1: Sure. My journey actually started out in architecture. Oh, wow. I I did a year and a half in architecture. I did first year in architecture. I thought when I left metric, I thought I wanted to do architecture. So Mm. I went and um, I did my first year in architecture at the Cape Technicon. And um, I failed, I think, two modules in first year. So I had to go back to repeat those. Mm. And when I went back, I got a part time job as a drafts person. So I've been a drafts person before. And six months in, I figured out this is not what I want to do. But before I even got there, I discovered, you know how things just work out and the the universe has your back the whole time. As soon as I was starting to lose interest in architecture, I, for some reason, discovered that the AAA School of Advertising's Cape Town campus was on the same street that I was working on. And all along, I didn't even notice it. So that's how I fell in love or came into contact with marketing. Mm. I visited the campus. I liked what they were doing. And then without my mother knowing about this, um,
0: I... You deregistered on the other side. I
1: did. Oh! I did. I deregistered. Um, I applied to go into the AAA, but I stayed in school at the time. I don't know how I managed to be on campus still under architecture, but having deregistered. Um, and then I applied to go into the AAA. So while other kids were busy with studio work, I was busy with my portfolio to get into the AAA.
0: Oh well, What kind of portfolio did you have to submit?
1: I remember we had to submit something that had to, I can see it in my head. I just don't know what my brief was but mm-hmm. I remember it was something that had to do with defining who you are okay. and it had to be interpreted visually so I had to have some sort of a visual interpretation of who I am. I remember I can I can still remember there was a I don't know how I did that though. Like my hand was in there and you could see every everything on my finger. You could see you could see your hand. Yeah, it, yeah. it I can see it in my head, but I just can't explain what it was. But the essence was just to define who you are, what Mm. sets you apart. Yes, I think it was part of what sets you apart. Okay. And I thought because my hand can never be the same or a duplicate of the next person's hand um, in terms of the fingerprints and everything on there. I think that's why the hand was in there. I just don't remember.
0: Wow <laughs> So getting into marketing and completing um, Your studies um, You also uh, completed the executive Program in social entrepreneurship At uh, UCT's Bertha Center mm-hmm. And you know you've really gone on to, to Develop yourself academically Professionally you know tell us maybe about some Of the work that you've done.
1: Professionally I started after completing my Degree at the mar- uh, at the AAA school Of advertising mm-hmm. I went into Digital marketing. Um, it was Still not big at the time right. and I worked for a digital agency for three months. I remember getting my first job. The job was not advertised. Mm. The company at the time was not hiring any um, interns. And I was the first ever intern because I kept bugging them. I kept calling them and saying, I need a job. And I I know I want to work with you guys at the time. So I did. I went into digital marketing. Um, It was at Precelt Consulting. I was there for three months. And then from there, I moved on to SAA. I was in marketing still as an intern. And then I went to work for a company called Mcom Wireless. It was in the telecom space. I was still doing marketing. And currently, I'm at Enterprises University of Pretoria, which is a company that's fully owned by the University of Pretoria so I'm still in marketing in that space and
0: know. and what do you love about you know being in marketing cuz it can be ca uh, quite cutthroat you know because you know there's always the one marketer that wants to outdo another marketer because the product has to do better and you know everybody's out there and they're viciously marketing whatever it is you know that they're working on at that moment I
1: think I love the fact that it's ever so changing and it challenges you to think on your feet the industry is always changing and also what's interesting at this point in my life is that the consumers behavior is constantly changing. We think this is how they consume media, and then the next thing it's changed to something completely different. So it's challenging in that part. And what I love about having gotten the foundation that I needed through my studies is the fact that you can, as much as there's a lot happening in the industry, mm. one needs to go back to the basics of what marketing is about. Right. So when people think you need to outdo the next person, really it's all about taking bringing it, bringing it back because every client wants to make money at the end of the day. So mm. it's about remembering what the client's objectives are, what are they trying to achieve with this whole marketing strategy. Am I going to do something just for the sake of being creative? Or how do I find my way into making sure that we make money at the end of the day? Is it about conversions at the time? Or is it just about being creative at any particular time? So I love the fact that it's always changing. And the foundation that I've um, developed through my studies brings me back to the center of what's marketing all about.
0: When we talk about South African consumers, are we talking about people who are generally conservative? Or are they adventurers, you know, especially when it comes to, you know, Trying out new things and you know getting into new spaces, new products, things like that,
1: I think at this point in time it's it's very difficult to define the consumer because yeah. now we're global citizens, right we consume stuff globally. Um, the digital or technology is also helping us to gain access to other products that are across our borders, to other ways in which people are doing things. Mm. So actually defining the South African consumer becomes difficult by the day because we're being, chale- we're being challenged by that part. They're being exposed to so much that we thought they were not exposed to. So they're ever so changing and they're now moving into these small tribes of different people that they are. There's the women, um, there's an article that I recently wrote, I think it will be published Published sometime this week in, in the publication that I write for. And in there, we talked about the female tribes that are developing. We're all for Womandla. We're all for um, um, it's, it's about bringing people with us to whatever it is that we need to talk about. Mm-hmm. Women are a force to be reckoned with at right. this point in time. And we've got issues that we're always discussing, and we've got ways in which we consume things. We've got um, there's this whole culture of supporting one woman um, or every woman in the business that they do and what they're trying to put out. So the tribal, the, the tribes that are developing from each part of the, I don't know, from every part of a consumer's right. um, corner is also an interesting thing. So it's hard to actually define what the consumer looks like at this
0: moment. Let's talk about what keeps you going on a daily basis. What motivates you? You know, even when maybe the chips may be a little bit down, but you know, what keeps you going each and every day?
1: Sure. Um, I think firstly, it's, it's God. Mm. Um, when I open my eyes every day, I realize that because I've made it to this day, it means that my job is not done. So that means I've got every reason to go on because there's something that I need to discover and there's something that I need to complete. Also, the support structure that I got from my partner, uh, my mother, my sister, that also keeps me going. My sister said something to me very profound the other day. She said, I think I was coming from, it was after I had presented at Maddox, and she said to me, do you see the level of excitement that you've got today? I wish that you can find a way to bottle this moment so that whenever you're feeling down, you can actually reach out for this kind of moment to give you strength. Mm. So she's actually challenged me to start this gratitude. Um, it's not even a journal. She said it's a bottle that I should probably start where I just drop in all these notes about something that stood out for me in the day. I think this moment is probably going to go into the gratitude <laughs> journal. <laughs> um, so that every time I'm feeling down, I, at least I can reach out for that as mm. my source. Yeah.
0: And in t- in terms of leadership, what does leadership mean to you? Leadership
1: to me, maybe I should define what I think a good leader looks like to me. So a good leader to me is somebody that brings other people with them. A good leader doesn't move without the people that are supposed to be moving with them. Um, I think also a good leader gives people a platform to thrive and to put forward their best foot and to put forward what their best talents are and with good leaders i find that they are able to find something in you that you never discovered or that you never knew you were good at mm-hmm. and help you nurture it for me that's what a good leader looks like
0: and in terms of your own uh, they say you can't lead others unless you lead yourself yes. <laughs> um self-mastery do, do you think that you know you've you've mastered the act of leading yourself
1: I think I have. Mm. Um, Growing up, I'm I'm the youngest at home. And so when my mom moved around and moved from one place to the other, I always had to move with her. And because of that, I had, I was forced to be independent quite quickly. I was forced to adapt quite quickly. And I was forced to lead myself sometimes when she couldn't lead me in certain aspects of my life so so i think i've mastered it from a uh, from a young age Mm. and i've brought it up with me and because i'm always trying all different things at any given point in time i'm always doing a bit of everything. So I think in there, you have no choice but to master that art
0: of leading yourself. And to somebody listening to you right now, Amantle, and saying, you know, Amantle, you found your calling, you found your passion, and I'm still struggling to um, discover myself, and I'm feeling discouraged right now. What would you say to that person?
1: I think find a moment or be very aware of the moments that live you um, lightened up. Mm. Um, I love, I live for helping other people. Um, I think that's what probably my calling is. Yeah. Um, and I do it through projects. I do it, I find it in the work that I do sometimes. And I find that I'm energetic about a particular thing um, within a project because I want to help kids. I want to help Um, young people. I want to open doors for other people. And so I'd say just find spaces that light you up and try and multiply that as Mm. much as possible.
0: Mm. And what does Women's Month mean to you? I mean, this month we are going to just be shining the spotlight, you know, on, on phenomenal women doing great things in different, you know, areas or industries, you know, and of course, we know that Women's Day is the 9th of August and, you know, there was the 1956 match, you know, and Mm. sometimes we always need to bring it back Mm because we get so lost in women's events, in Mm. Women's (laughs) Month. Hey, high tea. Don't invite me to a high tea, by the way. (laughs) You're not coming. (laughs) No, for me, Women's Month, you know, is, especially with the total shutdown movements that's Mm -hmm. just happened and also with, you know, the extremely high levels of Mm gender-based violence, I just don't... have that celebratory spirit. Mm -hmm. I have to be honest. I I do think Mm -hmm. that, you know, if women are going to have discussions, Mm -hmm. they should dialogue about how -hmm. are we going to make this country a safer place for us, you know, and not Mm -hmm. be, you know, far removed from social Mm -hmm. issues. But Mm -hmm. that's just me. Mm -hmm. You know, I'd love to know from you, you know, what does Women's Month mean to you?
1: For me, it's a bittersweet uh, bittersweet month because yeah. there is that aspect. On one one side of the spectrum, we celebrate women; we bring forth the stories that are normally not, um, that we normally don't talk about mm. in, in, in ju- throughout the year. So that's great. That's the high tease that you're talking about. And then on the other side of the spectrum is the issues that you're raising. Mm. Where um, I mean, yesterday we woke up to the news of um, the passing of uh, is it yeah, Kensani, Kensani Maseko. Yeah, yes. Kensani Maseko Yes. It's 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 those moments that remind you that we've got bigger conversations that we should be driving. And I feel like in those conversations, we should actually not just challenge ourselves to talk about these issues, but we should find ways in which we can bring men to the table to talk about the issues. Mm. Because I feel like we are having discussions about ourselves with ourselves and the perpetrators are not even coming to the table to come and have the discussions with us to help us solve or find ways in which we can solve these issues. Mm. So I feel like going forward, we need to challenge ourselves to have these conversations on a bigger scale and with the people that matter the most, the elderly women in our, in our communities that are actually influencing how we think about things, how we think about marriage, how we think about relationships. Um, those are the people that are shaping our minds and what we are saying about certain issues. Mm. The men, that are supposed to be involved in these dialogues need to come to the party as well to say how can we solve this from a values perspective, from the level of morals, how do we have these conversations, how do we mould men of tomorrow that are actually going to be the, fa- the the uncles and the husbands to the daughters that we're raising mm. so for me it's, it's, it's
0: it, it, it's about inclusive dialogues between men and women it as is. well. Is there an inspirational quote or message that you live by that you can share with us?
1: Sure. It's difficult to find, to single out one. Yeah. Um, with the devotional um, book that I told you about from Marion Williamson, um, what I find as the common thread in there is the message that God is in me and I will not fail. I think Mm. that's Psalms um, 46 verse 5. So that is something that I live by. Um, The the devotional book is all about reminding us that sometimes the strength that we seek from outside should be the strength that we seek from within because we already have that, that we're always chasing to try and um, draw a source of strength from. So God is in me and I'll never fail.
0: I love the sound of that. Finally, how do we get in touch with you? Can you share with us some of your social media handles that we can connect with you on?
1: Yes, you can reach me on Twitter at Amantle underscore. Also on Instagram, it's the same handle at Amantle underscore. I've got a Facebook page. It's just Amantle. And if there's anything else, we um, can go onto my website. It's www.amantle.co.za.
0: Perfect. Thank you so much for being with us. Six minutes before five o'clock. She is a mover and a shaker. Thank you for joining us in studio. Here's this new day.